Learning Nach, Laman Gimel, Laman Aleph. Picking up at the bottom of Laman Beis, Laman Beis. So the Chassid was davening. And when the Sar came, he didn't interrupt his tefillah. And he's explaining to the Sar why he didn't interrupt. Last line, Amrlai, he says to the Sar, If you were standing before a king of flesh and blood, and your friend came and gave you Shalom, would you respond to him? Amrlai, so the Sar said, Of course not. And the Chassid said to him, What would be if you would respond to him? What would they do to you? They would cut off my head with a sword. So the Chassid said, What if you, you were standing only before a king of mere flesh and blood? Today he's here alive, and tomorrow he'll be dead in the grave. And so you would have been afraid. I was standing before the king of all kings, the Kaddish Baruch he lives eternally, forever and ever. All the more so, how could I interrupt my tefillah? So immediately, when the sar heard the reasoning, he was appeased. The shalom and the chassid parted ways, went home in peace. Now the Mishnah said, even if there's a snake wrapped around his ankle, he should not interrupt the right? Now Amr they didn't teach. That Ella Nachash, only with a Nachash. A Nachash wrapped around his ankle, that's not the greatest danger. But a scorpion, Posik, he stops. That's dangerous. Mesias, I don't think mask. In Yivamis, it says, It says, if somebody falls into a lion's den, he can testify that he died. He could have survived. He might not have been hungry. Whereas, if he falls into a dugout pit, Full of snakes and scorpions, Meidim Alav Shemeshi can testify that he died. They certainly bit him, stung him. So why does Rishayshus distinguish between a Nachash, a snake, and an Agro scorpion? So Gemara says, "Shine yes, and there it's different when you fall on top of them, the Agro because you came crashing down on them, Maski, they're certainly going to damage you, harm you, as opposed to when the snake is wrapped around your leg." When a person sees wild oxes, Paisik, he has to stop in the middle of davening because it's dangerous. You got to get out of there. Because you have to keep away from a short time, even a shor who never gored 50 yamas away, and from a shor who's muad, he always gores out of eyesight. So that's dangerous. Now, is that always true? So they taught in the name of Bimir, raised to Rabbi Dikul, if you see the head of the ox in a basket, he's eating, solidly, you run up to uh, climb up to the roof. And throw away the ladder from underneath you. In other words, that the ox shouldn't uh, chase up after you. Actually, says it's an exaggeration, but the point is, it's dangerous. And Rosh Hashanah Hani Mili Bishar Shachar. This is true by Yashar Shachar, a black ox. And in the spring months, because then the Satan is dancing, literally dancing between his horns. Rashi explains. But it means that after a long winter, finally the grass is sprouting. He has what to eat. He's excited, and uh, and he's wild because of that. So that's when it's dangerous. There's in a certain place. There's an arod, which Rashi says is a cross breed between a snake and a turtle. He was damaging. He was harming people. They came and they told him and they asked him for help. He told him, "Show me the whole." Show me where he uh, where he goes into the ground. They showed him the hole in the ground. So he put his heel on top of the har. Yatsa. 
So the Arod came up in the Shach when it bit Umais and the Arod died. Umais also Arod, the Arod died. Not long, Sefus, he took the Arod on his shoulder, he carried him, Vevila Beis Madrash, he ran to the Beis Madrash, and Amar Lami said to them, Ru'u Banai, look my sons, Ein Arod Meimis, it's not the Arod that kills, look I survived, it's the Chet in the person that's bitten by the Arod, that's what kills him. Bosa Shamus, at that time, they said, Woe to the person who the Arod uh, met up with him and bit him and killed him. Woe to the Arod who met with, uh, bumped into Bichanini Mendoza because the Arod bit in Bichanini Mendoza and the Arod died. Says the Mishnah. You mentioned in the brach of you ask for rain with Saint Halumata in Birkas Hashanim, the bracha we ask for Panasa. In the first bracha when we ask for das, for knowledge, for wisdom. If Omer, so he says, no, you say Havdala as a fourth bracha itself. There's a special bracha for Havdala. You say it in Hoda. And it was in the Brach of Modim, like we say Alanisim and Chanukah and Ampurim. Says the Gemara, so we said you mentioned in my time. Why there? Since the rains is equal to to the resurrection, we're They put it in the Brach of Tchiasemesim. We ask for in the brach of Parnasa. My time. What's the reason? Since rain itself is Parnasa, it's our sustenance. So therefore, they were koveya in the brach of Parnasa. And we see Avdala B'chayin Adas. My time. What's the reason for that? So Yosef says because it's Chachma. The idea of Havdala of distinguishing between Kodesh and Chal is Chachma. So therefore, they put it in the bracha of Chachma. That's the case of that. Since it's Chal, meaning we're being mounted between Kodesh and Chal, so therefore, they put it in the bracha of Chal. Atochayin is the first of the bracha of Chal. Amin Rabbi Yami, Rabbi Yami said, G'dayla, Deya, Deya is so great. Shenitna betchilas bracha shachal. It was placed at the beginning of the bracha of Chal. It's like the most important thing. Vam Rabbi Yami, G'dayla, Deya, Gdea is so great, it was placed between two Isis, literally letters, here means two Shemites of Hashem. Shemar says, Ki Kael Deus Hashem. Kael Deus Hashem is a God of Deus. Anybody doesn't have Deus, meaning he doesn't use his Deus, you're not allowed to have mercy on him. They are not a nation of Binais, of Binais understanding, and here it's associated with Deus. And therefore, because they don't have Bina, their maker will not have mercy on them. Also, the Mikdash is so great. It is also placed between two Shemites of Hashem. It says, Pa'alta Hashem, Mikdash Hashem. It speaks Parasha. Of anybody who has Deya, it's like the base of Mikdash was built in his days. Because why? Deya Nitamishtaya, he says, Deya was placed between two Isis, between two Shemas of Hashem, like we said, Kel Deus Hashem. And also the Mikdash was Nitin Mesh Isis, the Mikdash was placed between two Shemas of Hashem. So a person who has Deya, he's equal to the base of Mikdash. If there's a person living with Deya, it's like there's a Mikdash in his days. Are you going to say then 
that gedayla nekama shenit the bench the aisyais. Are you going to say that nekama revenge is great because it was placed between two shemes of Hashem? And like I says, kel nekama is Hashem. What's so great about nekama? So Amr so Rav Lazar said back to him in b'mil seya miyal gedayla. Yes, revenge in its way. In other words, where it's appropriate, it is great. When Rabbi Shlom needs to take revenge, so then it's taka a great thing. And that's what Ula said, What are the two Nekamas here? It says, Kel Nekamas Hashem, Kel Nekamas Hofia. So, Achas Latova, Achas, one's Latova, one's Lara. Latova means sometimes when the Kaddish Baruch Hu is no came, the, uh, the Rashaim. So, from that comes the Tova to the Tadikim. So, that's Latova and Lara. Latova to see if it says, Vahofia Mihar Paran. Hashem revealed himself from our partner when he wanted to give the Torah. First he went to all the nations of the world and they all refused. So then Rashi says when they refused, so he was mafkir their possessions, their money to Klal Yisrael. So that is the Tova. It benefited Klal Yisrael. And Lerad is like it says, the Ra was what it says there. Kel Nekama is Hashem, Kel Nekama is It's the same word, Ophia. It's referring to the same time when the Kodesh Baruch Hu showed himself from Harparan, and it was for the good of Klaiso, but it was for the not good of the Musa'olam. They lost their money, their possessions. Hashem was mafkirat for the sake of Klaiso. So it was rough for them, and it was tow for Klaiso. So that's how Nakama can be a good thing. When the Nakama is in place, it's a Dover tov. It's rough for the Rashayim, but it's tow for the Tadi. Okay, so in the Mishnah we saw Rabbi Akiva Omer, Omer Bakr he says, You say, Yavdallah. As a fourth bracha b'fniyatzma, in Shemanasri Amalei Hashem and Barabla Rabbi Yechonai Mechdi. Lachari, let's see. Anche Knesses Agadayla Tiknu Lehel Yisrael Bracha Is Vetfila Is Kibusha Is Vyavdalos. Right. We know that the Anche Knesses Agadola. So they instituted for Klal Yisrael the words, the Nuschaus, the words of the brachos of the different Tfilos of Kiddush and of Avdala. So Nechdi, so why don't we just look and see Heich Tiknu how they're attacking? Why do we uh, why do we uh, have a question? How's there three sheets in the Mishnah? So Amrlay, so Rabbi Yochanan explained like this. Initially, so the Ashkenazim and the were attacking to say Avdala in Shmanasrei, but then Then the people became rich; they could afford wine. So So then they were covered that you should say Avdala over a coast of wine, not in Tvila. But then they became poor once again. They went back and they put it into the Tvila and not in the coast. When they said, either for some of you could afford wine, or, or later, when they became wealthy again, even one who's Mavdul and Tvila needs to also be Mavdul Alakos. So, because of since there was a time when they had it Alakos and not in the Tvila, so it became forgotten. And that was why we have a Machlaikas where it actually belongs in the Tvila. Itmar Nami, so also the Gmar brings a member like this. But the two of them say, when a person makes Avdala in Shmanasrei, it's not enough. He also has to make Avdala Alakos. We ask a question on what we just taught. It says, If a person makes a mistake, he doesn't mention the, the, the strength of the rain. He doesn't say, in the Brach of He doesn't say, He doesn't say, Machazir and Isaac will make him go back and repeat Manasri. Vavdala Bukhain and Adas, if he forgets to say Avdala, Atokhanantan and Khain and Adas, Ayu Machazir and Isaac, we don't make him go back and repeat Manasri. Because he can still say it, Allah calls. So, 
it sounds like he could say it a la coast, but he doesn't have to say it a la coast. Didn't you say he has to say it in Tefillah as well? So the Kosa Gemara says, Lo Tema, you're right. Don't say here, because he can say it Alakos. Rather say, because anyway he is going to say Alakos, meaning in Echinami. It's not enough to say it in Tefillah. Now you have to say it in Tefillah and as well Alakos. It Rinami. And also it said, Rabbi Yom and Rayafes, Shar Rabbi Asi, it should say, Rabbi Yechanan, Bitsidan, Rabbi Asi has to be, Rabbi Asi has to be Yechanan, Bitsidan. And I heard Amrila Sam say Rabbi Shimon ben Yaakov de Minsar, he was the one who asked us Rabbi Yechanan, and I heard he asked him as follows, Hamadu with Vila, when a person makes up Dalla and Shmanesre, Atuchanantanu, Sarishiyamadala Kos, Olo, right? Does he have to make Havdala on a coast of wine or not? Vamrilei. And Rabbi Yechanan said to him, Sarishiyamadala Kos, he also has to make Havdala Kos. You make Havdala in Tvila as well as Alakos. He bailu, then he asked the Shayla, Hamadala Kos. What if a person made Avdallah Kais? He made Avdallah before he davened Ma'ariv, and then he davened Ma'ariv. Ma'am Shalom Yisrael does Yafnik Avdallah again in Tfila. On Rav Nachum Yisrael, Rav Nachum Yisrael said, "Yeah, Kavu Chaimer, Mitzvah to Kavu Chaimer from Tfila. What's the Kavu Chaimer? Uma Tfila, the Ikar Tekanta. He, right? What if Tfila? That was the Ikar Tekanta. Like we said initially, they're attacking to see Avdallah in Tfila. And Amru, we said that I'm out of Tfila. So actually, Avdallah Kais. Even after a person says Avdallah in Tfila, he still needs to make Avdallah Kais. So when a person makes that wasn't the Ikritakana. So isn't it certainly going to be true that he still needs to say Avdal and Tfila since that was the Ikritakana? Tanya Racha Aricha committed Rabchanina Saracha Aricha. He taught a rice in front of Rabchanina Hamadu with Tfila. When somebody makes Avdal in front of Esrei, Meshubach Yaisim and Mishi Yavdal Alakais. He's more praiseworthy than somebody who makes Avdal Alakais. And if he makes Avdallah both in Tfila and on his coast, when the bracha should rest in his head. Now the Gemara has traveled, the, the whole teaching is uh, is difficult. It's sort of self-contradictory. Amrit, you start off saying, You say, somebody who says Avdallah in Shmanasrei, he's more praiseworthy than somebody who says Avdallah Almost, so it sounds like it's saying, that it's enough to say Avdallah in Tfila. Then it says, if he makes Avdallah in Tefillah as well as Alakais, then Brachas should rest in his head. But how could he say that? But once he's been Yodse with one, meaning with Havdala and Tefillah, if they're. So he's Pater. Then when he makes the Brach Alakais, it's a Brach Shin How do you do that? Some say it's a Rechlakis. The two of them said, Anyone who makes a bracha that's not needed, so it can't be that you could say one and also the other. rather say if you made Abdullah in Tvila and not Alakais, since Tvila is better, you knew who loy bracha is al raishay. mistake. Meaning he forgot to see Atofen Antanen Shmen Esrei, and then he forgot to see Avdallah. And the Rosh explains it means he forgot to see Avdallah, and then he ate. What's the dinam relate? Ta, but the Obezo chaos Rosh. If he forgot to see Atofen Antanen, and then he ate before he said Avdallah Kais, he has to go back and repeat Shmen Esrei again.